You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey there, welcome to another edition of Vegas Vampires Podcasting. I am DJ Impact here, and I got the Sin City Steve and Matt Michaels. And uh, Simon Street's on his way. Perfect. And Simon Street is on his way. So there we go. Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. We are, uh, this is Wrestling Talk. And you have to excuse my voice. Um, SmackDown was in. Uh, was in Vegas this past week, and I'm going to take the blame and pretending that I was screaming throughout the whole show, but uh, that's not factual. Okay, it was. I've caught something, and I don't know what it is. I caught a bug. You 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 caught uh, you caught uh, Ray Mysterio fever. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Anyways, everybody. Um, if you're watching us live on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Facebook Live, throw your comments in the uh, box, and we'll try to get it in as we can. And if you just download the podcast because you just enjoyed listening to us, thank you for doing that. We appreciate that. All right, y'all. Here it is. This is a wrestling talk. Let's start off with the four-way stop. All right, Sin City. Steve, I normally start off with you, man. What was the highlight for you this week? All right, man. So, uh, yeah, Powerhouse Hobbs is still your AEW TNT champion after successfully defending the title against Penta El Cerro Miedo on Rampage this week. Now, obviously, Rampage is largely missable. Let's be real. But this match was a solid two-segment match, and it did exactly what it needed to do. Hobbs continues to gain credibility with a huge win over a good name. Um, it was a largely back and forth matchup until the very end when, of course, QT Marshall hits Penta with the TNT title. Yeah. Hobbs hit town business for the win. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about QTV later. Anyway, uh, elsewhere, <laughs> the guns are still your AEW tag team champions after defending top uh, after defending against top flight on dynamite. Honestly, this was a quick nothing match, and there was a kingdom sighting. There you go, uh, DJ Impact. I know how you love your Ring of Honor, guys. I do. Um, and quite frankly, that's where they should stay. Anyway, uh, they laid out Darius Martin. And what I really want to highlight, though, and the main reason why this match is being mentioned in the first segment, yeah, the post-match, FTR's music hit, and as always, they got a massive, massive pop. They came out, they challenged the Guns to a title match, which, the, of course, the Guns declined. FTR upped the ante, adding stips. The Guns, they refused each and every one until Dax finally said it. If FTR can't beat the Guns, they leave AEW. There you have it. Wow. 
There you have it, Matt Michaels. What do you got, man? Uh, I got them leaving AEW uh, when their contracts <laughs> are up, right? Uh, now let's go uh, Cody and Roman on Raw with that promo. And uh, Roman, the line of the night, you started a company and a promotion you couldn't get over in. Brilliant. <laughs> fucking brilliant uh and then later on in the show near the end we get a little business from solo and uh, the you're not ready chance <laughs> oh man which is gonna stick with him now yep. <laughs> it's kind of sad um but uh on smackdown cody versus ludwig was fucking phenomenal to open up smackdown what a great match. And on NXT, I'll tell you right now, Dragunov versus McDonough was fire. That was a great match. Um, good to see those two. Uh, you could put those two in any environment, any company, and they're just such an evenly matched skill-wise and, and height-wise. Um, it's it's just phenomenal to see them, uh, to see them wrestle. And, uh, of course, uh, Jay and Roman in the uh, dressing rooms on Raw, in the dressing room, uh, you know, Roman kind of, you know, egging on Jay a little bit. And uh, we're going to see. I got a feeling maybe we'll see uh, we'll see Jay versus Roman down the line. Mm. Be interesting. Yeah. All right. Simon Street, welcome, man. It's good to see you. Hope all's been well. We're doing yeah, our four ways. yeah, man. We're doing our four-way stop here, man. Uh, what highlights you have for the week? Uh, well, definitely uh, NXT Tiffany Stratton qualifier match versus um, Indy Hartwell. Actually, it was a really good match. Really high intensity, fast pace, uh, which is how I like uh, Indy uh, Indy Hartwell. Whenever she is wrestling, she does well at a fast pace versus methodical, paced out. Just, just my opinion. Um, did excellent with that, and then um, of course just. Raw and SmackDown, oh my gosh, man. Uh, they, they really do know how to get a guy super excited about WrestleMania. Sucks I can't be there in person, but that's okay, man. I'm going to be watching uh, everything that I can from pre-show to uh, pro, pro, you know promo videos and whatnot and playing in, uh, you know WWE 2K23. But regardless of all that, man, uh, you know, KO and Sami Zayn. Man, can Sami get his own goddamn shirt? Without somebody remixing a goddamn shirt, but you know what? I like uh, WrestleZania. Did that, <laughs> that say it correctly? Is that what it WrestleZania? Yeah. I, I, I something about it, it. It don't quite make sense. It doesn't roll off my tongue very well, but I'm okay with it. So uh, WrestleZania, why not? I still like uh, KO Mania, but hey, what the hell, you know? Um, outside of that, uh, you know that uh, you know that big old uh, match that's going to happen with the three way. Um, you know, it's just interesting because uh, at first I was kind of like, ah, oh, man, this is going to be some bullshit. I'm not really feeling it. But you know what? Let's let all those guys from across the pond beat each other's chest till it's blood red. And we'll see what the hell happens. It's going to be fun for the Intercontinental Championship. Sheamus, uh, Drew McIntyre, and uh, your boy, uh, Gunther. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it for my four-way stop, y'all. All right, all right. With that, we're going to go right into Too Sweet for the Week. All right, here we go. Matt Michaels, man, what you got, man? Too Sweet. We go to you first. Um, too Sweet for the Week. 
Uh, I got to give it up. Uh, Dominic and Ray finally uh, coming to uh, <laughs> pushing Ray to the point where he threw the punch that knocked Dominic on his ass. It was amazing. Uh, the match between uh, Ray and LA Knight was a great solid match. Uh, LA Knight is uh, pretty freaking over. So get ready to see a little more uh, Mr. Knight uh, as uh, it progresses after WrestleMania. But Dominic, man, um, the way he uh, confronted his mom and his sister, uh, the way that Ray sold it, uh, the punch itself, uh, if you look at it, Dominic takes his head down just enough so Ray doesn't have to fully extend his arm because he's so much taller. And, boy, he just launched his ass uh, as soon as the punch was thrown. So it was just brilliant. And now that match becomes kind of exciting. Uh, then you had Gunther versus Butch. What a great match. Uh, those two. And I'll talk about two guys who could work all day long. Those two are just so good together. Um, love to see more out of them and, uh, got to give it up. Uh, you know, bully Ray took on uh, Tommy dreamer and bully Ray had a spot in the match where he used a ladder, which was a step stool and, uh, well, to poke a little fun at Mr. Hobbs, uh, he had the referee hold the step stool as he got on it to come off of it to jump onto Dreamer. Fucking hysterical. Good stuff. Good for Bully Ray and uh, sticking to his guns. And uh, he he's, hasn't been happy about that ladder holding for uh, for Hobbs getting that uh, yeah. whatever all he wants. So. Gotcha, man. All right, let me go over to you. Simon Street, what do you got too sweet for the week? Man, too sweet for the week. You know what, Sin City? I'm about to make you smile a little bit more than usual. We're going to see some teeth. Man, your boy went and got a chance to watch AEW. And boy, when I decided to watch it, be some shit pop off. Before I even get what the shit got popped off, and I'm not going to do too much because I know you're going to go and Ignatium about the shit. All right? But can anybody tell me why Stokely always be coming out look like he is a souped-up Super Saiyan version of the Nation of Domination? What was your boy wearing? But that was some too sweet for the week. I thought he was going to have come out, boom, 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 Nation of Domination. I was like, what is going on? But anyways, your boy got your ass smashed. Outside of that, boy, uh, Sin City, how come you ain't telling me about the dude that really does act like a real Viking? Yes, we're going to talk about that Kenny Omega and that El Hijo del Vikingo. Oh. God damn, that motherfucker. Yes, I said motherfucker, because when dude does shit like that, you just looking like motherfucker. Yeah. Yes, I hope AEW does well by him. I don't know, because they have a tendency for high flyers to either knock themselves unconscious to where they can't show up for the match <laughs> or they'll just blow it off. I mean, shit, that I could hear Michaels when I was watching this match. Well, how come they didn't save this for a pay-per-view? They did this on a regular dynamite. I don't understand. Well, th that's what I thought about. Michaels, I heard you in my head, which is a little unsafe for me, but I heard it that time. <laughs> but damn, was that a fucking match? Look, I don't understand AEW, but damn, every time I watch, it's like a party of some crazy chaos that I just like. It was great. Okay. And right. Hobbs didn't disappoint me. There you go. That's my too sweet for the week. I tell you, Cyber Street trying to trying to trying to bring me back over Sin City, Steve. I, I don't know. He's trying to really uh 
get me to watch. Okay, Sin City, you go now. Let's go. As as if we didn't talk enough about El Hijo del Vikingo versus Kenny Omega, let's talk a little bit more about it. Because quite frankly, yes, no hyperbole. It was quite possibly the greatest match on AEW Weekly TV that we have ever seen. Let that sink in. No hyperbole. And yes, I saw your eyes bug out of your head, Michaels. But the fact is... It was 17 minutes of amazing TV, um, spectacular athleticism. It truly was a star-making performance for Vikingo in one night. Uh, he's already the AAA mega champion, and he was named the best high flyer according to the 2022 Wrestling Observer Awards. But this was his first match on American cable TV. Um, Omega did end up picking up the win with the one-winged angel, But I'll tell you, man, Vikingo, the guy unleashed a dragon Rana, a poison Rana, numerous dives, and most notably, one of the prettiest 630 centon splashes I have ever seen in my life through a table. Um, If you like fast-paced, hard-hitting action, go see this match. Go out of your way to see this match. Trust me. Um, Elsewhere, on the same show, Completely in a different vein, Sting, Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy beat Kip Sabian, the Butcher, and the Blade, but I'm not going to give the match itself a two-sweet for the week. This match was built off of an angle done at AEW's House Rules house show in Troy, Ohio. This was the first one of its kind. Now, let's be real. I like that they did this because this can set a precedent for how shows can matter. So have coherency between all of your TV shows and your dark shows, yeah. and then we'll be talking. All right, just to clarify, this other name you was naming before you went over to his last match, that was on Dynamite? Yes, sir. Okay, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch this past week's Dynamite. I'm going to do so it. Seriously, spend 20 minutes out of your day. You'll be okay. You, okay. You'll be happy. And I'll let you and, know next time we're And on bring your boy Matt Michaels with you as well, because that should be hilarious as well. Well, Matt should be, even though, you know, we talked to you about <laughs> AEW. If it's really good, then Matt should kind of give it a little bit of a lead, you know, give it some props. But I got to see it first to see that, all right? Okay. Yep. WTF. All right, Simon Street, what you got? Well, I'll tell you what, man. My WTF, I'm going to go back because uh, I talked about it a little bit earlier, but I want to go there just a little bit. What are we doing with Stokely? Can somebody answer that? I'm sorry I'm using it to talk about someone twice. Why? Don't worry, I'll wait. Why? Uh, <laughs> who knows? In a whole minute to 30 minutes trying to figure this out because I'm trying to figure out Again, your boy don't watch AEW all the time, but I'm really trying to figure this out. One plus one plus Stokely plus what? Does he not make a good manager? I think he's an okay manager. I don't think he's horrible, but I just... Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll explain it in my segment. Go ahead. Okay, I appreciate that. Because I'm just trying to figure out, because watching it, I'm thinking, okay, when Heyman gets his ass handed, his ass sells. He looks like he's being victimized, brutalized, and stalked, mm-hmm. okay? I think he's going to have a heart attack, right? Stokely cries in the corner the week before, right? Dressed up as the Black Panther. No, not from Wakanda, but the Black Panther Party. And then this week, he dresses the nation domination. Boy, if you don't take them damn pants off, what's <laughs> wrong with you? Why are they making your boy Stokely look so bad? So, so yes, that's my... 
WTF because Stokely deserves better. He's yeah. not half bad. If anything, have how that shit happen to QT Marshall? Have his ass be victimized and look like a little scared little bitch. That's just my point. WTF. Go on. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, you know what? Uh, we had a uh, a question. Uh, speaking of WTF, John puts here Bully Ray versus Tommy Dream in the first ever busted open match in 2023. <laughs> okay, there we go. Oh, Let the first match of the year 2023. Yeah, no, no, no. not of their career. No, 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 no. <laughs> busted open. Yeah, yeah. the the first show. ever busted open right. match, which right. there have been first blood matches for years upon years. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let me go over to you, Matt Michaels. Let's go. WTF. Okay. So let me pick up on that hook versus Stokely. That was the thing. It was a match, DJ. It was an actual oh, match. Okay. <laughs> Holy God. It was horrifying. It made Hook look horrible. It, mm. it just awful. They don't know how to book Stokely, a fucking manager. Right. And it's just awful, man. Just bad TV. So for as good as Steve wants to say the main event was, you have to watch shit like that during it. Okay. Um, the main event. All right. Oh, so the the guy can wrestle. Great. Who is he? Who knows? No buildup. Once again, for a guy. And you guys know who he is, but you don't. So how do you build your audience? Especially because he's not under contract. But the biggest problem with it, Kenny Omega beat a 25-year-old good wrestler for no fucking reason. That's hmm. my biggest problem. Kenny Omega, why? Why? I'm just, I'm over him. Uh, in case you guys didn't know, Sting is undefeated in AEW. <laughs> and every match has been a tag match with Darby Allen. <laughs> <sighs> and then you had what Steve said. That match was because the Butcher and the Blade attacked Darby and Orange Cassidy at a fucking house show. I didn't see the house show. No one saw the house show. And yet it matters because now here's a match. You know, it'd be one thing if it was... Uh, John Moxley, you know, or, or Daniel Bryan, but it was the butcher and the fucking blade. What? Oh my. All right. Since City Steve, man, it's time for you to go, man. What happened? What's going on? WTF. All right. So as everyone else has talked about, let, you know, both of you guys talked about the Stokely match. I might as well talk about it as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it finally happened this week. And it was, to quote an AEW announcer, bowling shoe ugly, okay? Now, I'll say this. <laughs> you, you actually could see that Stokely was having a blast out there. He was having a lot of fun. Um, but it didn't last long. Thank God it went three minutes. Um, but believe it or not, for me, the match, the match itself didn't... Um, that wasn't what warranted being mentioned in the WTF. What... What really caused it to be featured in this segment is the timing of the match. So there's been beef between Hook and Stokely and stuff like that for, you know, a long time now. They've been slow burning the hell out of this damn thing. And, you know, it, uh, it was a month ago that this stuff kind of fell into place with the storyline. 
Mm-hmm. Um, realistically, the storyline itself felt extremely cold by the time that they got to the match. If they could have done the match a couple of weeks earlier, somewhere in there, fine. But there was seemingly too much dead space between the actual events that precipitated the match and the actual match happening. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere, another QTV vignette was seen on Dynamite this week. Yeah. <laughs> they did a rehash of last week, too. So the, it looks like as if these are all, are all going to be formulaic. Um, they're mocking the guy that Hobbs beat the previous week, which happened to be Ray Phoenix. They bring up Twitter spats, I yeah. guess. Um, you know, Hobbs is on TV more frequently, which I'm a fan of, but why does it have to be like this? What okay. the fuck? Got you. Man. All right. Well, let's find out because we're all getting excited about something. So uh, let's see what we're looking out for here. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's do. Uh, let's start with you, Matt Michaels. What, what are you excited for, man? Let's go. Uh, you know, Andy Kaufman in the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm excited to see if Andy Kaufman shows up at the WWE Hall of Fame. I think everyone's very interested to see if this is when he finally reveals himself as not dead and uh, and accepts <laughs> the award. And that would be amazing. Uh, everyone's expecting Tony Clifton though to show up, so we'll see what happens. Uh, but. Big time NXT stand and deliver. Uh, Dragon Lee is now in that North American uh, Fatal Five Way, which ups the stake. That match is going to be off the hook. Uh, can't wait to see Schism versus Chase U. They had the debate. Duke goes ahead and puts up Chase U University on the line. So it looks like we might be seeing the end of Chase U, which is oh. interesting. Um, then you have. Uh, Gargano versus Waller in a non-sanctioned match, which we know Johnny Gargano and non-sanctioned matches on NXT pay-per-views means a lot of violence and probably some memorable moments. This match should be off the hook. And, of course, you have the NXT women's title uh, ladder match. Right now, we don't know who the fifth person is. If it is true, uh, it probably will be Roxanne Perez. Uh, if she is good to go. Um, there is speculation that the injury angle was just an angle to cover up an actual something that was going on. Uh, but it also has been reported that maybe she's over whatever that was and they would probably put her back into this match. So I think they're kind of giving the leeway on that. But hey, uh, go Zoe Stark. That's all I got to say about that one. All right. Sin City Steve, man, what are you excited to see? All right. So we found out this week who Adam Cole is going to be facing when he returns to in-ring action. That man is Daniel Garcia. Mm. Yes. Uh, Daniel Garcia cut the best promo that he's ever cut in AEW this past week. And uh, he actually, I can't say he kept up with Adam Cole because no one is on the same level as Adam Cole except for possibly MJF uh, in AEW. But um, he, he gave it a valiant effort. Let's just say that, yeah. um, at this point, quite frankly, Adam Cole needs to be pushed to the damn moon. Um, I could see him being the one to actually take the title off of MJF. And it looks like as if he's going to be using boom as the button up for his promos, which I dig. Um, also this week on dynamite, uh, kicked off 
with the Young Bucks being taken to not a local medical facility, no, but to a hospital. That's the real world. That's the real word. It is a hospital. Nonetheless, and they're really um, young bucks. Exactly. <laughs> young bucks. Um, anyway, we were led to believe that it was going to be the, the Blackpool Combat Club that sent them there. But how do we know that? You know how wrestling is, guys. Until we see someone take ownership of something done off the screen, it could have been anyone in the locker room. Hmm. We'll see. Um, anyway, uh, later on in the show, after the main event, um, they, uh, yeah, they had the whole thing with Hangman Page and, and um, basically the Blackpool Combat Club came out. They attacked uh, Kenny Omega after the main event. Hangman Page runs out to fend them off. Yeah. Don Callis takes the biggest bump of his life, and Kenny just sees Hangman in the ring with a weapon, Don Callis down on the ground, okay. and there we go. Okay. What kind of uh, storyline are we getting from there? Amazing. Simon Street, man, what you got? Man, I'm definitely looking forward to Stand and Liver. It's going to be freaking awesome. Some of those matches uh, that you, you know Matt Michaels have mentioned is definitely uh, looking and seeing what's going to happen with this uh, new Lyra Valkyrie when she enters in with Zoe Starks, Gigi Dolan, and Tiffany Stratton. Um, but, you know, always looking forward to Tiffany Stratton with a little gold on her, you know, a little more eye candy when it's gleaming and blinding you in the face. You go, girl, go and get it. <laughs> she is the wrestling quintessential Barbie. If you made one and mixed the DNA of Barbie, she'd be Tiffany Stratton Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, when I choose to watch NXT over and over on those days. I think you figured it out. Tiffany Stratton, 100%. Outside of that, definitely WrestleMania. Uh, I'm actually kind of excited to not go. I know a lot of people are like, what the hell? But I'm more excited because I don't have to worry about um, you know, crowds so much right now, but I could actually sit down and watch it from cover to cover, which I'm going to try. I've never really have watched from the warm up show all the way through. Usually I skip it, I'll go get some nachos, or from there at the event, I'm probably getting merch or whatever, or whatever, right? So this time I'm going to go back to what I did when I was a teenager and watch from start to finish. I've been geeking myself up getting ready for WrestleMania, watching any promo I can get, whether it's online or whatnot, souping myself up. I challenge anybody who's listening or watching to do the same. Man, it is great to go back in a time capsule and really just geek yourself up for WrestleMania. You can feel the vibes. You can feel the electricity. And by the time it happens, hopefully I'll be able to extend that. <laughs> if not, I might, I might, I, I, I might get... <laughs> is that the hurry the hell up? Is this, is this like <laughs> yeah, you was about to get uh, taken off the screen. <laughs> Finish that last thought you said, man. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. no. I was just saying, ho ho hopefully by the time the pre-show, I don't blow my load already. And I don't mean <laughs> it in a sexual way. I mean it in the sense of I crash out because I didn't pipe myself up. Right, right, right. All right, cool, guys. Here is Best in Show. Can't wait to hear who what you thought was the best show of the week. All right, Sin City, best in show. AEW Dynamite. Of course, I'm going to say that. Why? Why? Why break the? Why break the trend? Right. Um, in all seriousness, 
the show could have literally had Kenny Omega and Vikingo on the mat on it, and that'd be the only thing in the entire show, and it would have earned best in show. However, wow, yeah, special special shout out because SmackDown, I I was in attendance live, great show, and uh, Cody Ludwig and Gunther and Pete Dunn, that was that was a great bookend, and um, yeah, very very solid stuff. I too am looking forward to WrestleMania, but uh, you know, I have to talk AEW. So I don't have to, but <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. All right. Uh, uh, how about you, Cyberstream Man? What do you, uh, best in show this week? You know what? I got to say, best in show definitely went to uh, surprisingly Raw. And the reason why I say that is just um, anytime that Raw can get me to watch from the start to finish and I actually give a shit. It uh, makes for a good damn raw. And it and I was the only thing that was down, you know, as far as getting my attention was probably impulsive TV. That was probably the only downside a little bit, but even that was slightly entertaining. Um, you know, and like I said, just as we get the buildup going for uh WrestleMania coming up, man. I mean, these shows are piping out, but I would say a slow, short second would go to AEW Dynamite if I had to give one because boy was my socks blown off and literally it was get I was getting so worked up I had to take my socks off because my feet were getting way too hot in them socks watching that damn Kenny Omega <laughs> in Pekingo if you know what to be honest with you if it don't work out in AEW I want y'all to join the Viking Raiders because they really struggling with Harnerson they're in a Viking I don't know if they need to go play God of War or some shit <laughs> or I don't know, watch Vikings season one through six on, on the History Channel. But y'all got to get y'all Viking uh, shit going on, man, because the Kango seemed more like a Viking. Like, he didn't give a fuck. Like, he was raiding the ring. That's the, So, yes, so AEW second close. But consistency, bro. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to watch this, this AEW this past. I got it, I got it on tape, so I'm going to find out. Matt Michaels, best in show. Uh, so, uh, this actually came in from Christopher. It is an actual text. So Steve, uh, you know, I'm not saying this to, to say anything to you. This is an actual text I could show you. Uh, oh, for fuck's sakes, fuck Steve dynamite was not anywhere close to SmackDown was the actual quote. Wow. Uh, fuck so- me, huh? That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Damn. <laughs> yeah, said, it's an actual text. So, That's cool. uh, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, SmackDown. There you go. Okay. All right. Where there you go. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think we've ever had a text saying "fuck you." Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, <All right. laughs> it's the first one we've ever had. So cool. Glad I could be the first. <laughs> Hooray tribalism. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, if you're the first, you ain't going to be the last because they're going to be hitting this up all the time. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Everybody, look, thanks for hanging out. This is our wrestling talk. We're about to go right into three count next, but we do have to end this show. So uh, make sure you you link up to all of our social media and uh, and when you see the notifications come through, you hop right on. Okay. With that, that is our wrestling talk. And um, we will... Check you out soon. Take care. Happy wrestling. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.